Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Verrigan, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you live more mindfully. Now, I believe that the point of mindfulness is not just about building a strong meditation habit, but it's also about establishing a series of mindful habits that enables us to respond mindfully to what's happening in the world around us and intentionally move us toward our goals. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a number of ways to manage negative emotions. Now let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. I'd like to invite you to take a few deep breaths. Settle into your seat and shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this and give yourself this gift of this moment of calm. Relax your shoulders and unclench your jaw and follow your breath in and out. And do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. And finally, tune into your heart and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. Now, before we jump into into, uh, today's episode, I want to talk about uh, the Work-Life Balance Handbook. Now, this is a handbook that I created with my good friend and business partner, Tony uh, Perfilio. Uh, Inside this uh, PDF, uh, we've uh, really kind of taking a deep dive into this uh, three secrets of achieving work-life balance. We cover off, you know, uh, you know, each of the seven uh, key areas of focus. Uh, we talk about the wheel of life and, a, and a, a basically, which is a self-assessment and kind of guide you through how to, how to measure uh, your overall, um, you know, work-life balance and uh, kind of give you this, this overview of over a hundred mindful habits uh, kind of you know, aligned with each, each of the seven areas that you can kind of adopt for your own uh, to help you live more mindfully and achieve this thing called work-life balance. If you're interested in downloading this resource, head over to worklifehandbook.com. That's W-O-R-K-L-I-F-E-H-A-N-D-B-O-O-K.com to learn more. So this thing called work-life balance. So uh, really, this has been the theme for the for this summer. Uh, you know, I've, I've you know some of the past episodes. I've shared the three secrets of the work-life balance. We've talked about some roadblocks roadblocks that prevent us from achieving this thing. Uh, work-life balance. Um, we've kind of given you this overview of the seven areas, right? We've talked about you know uh, mind, body, emotion, work, money, relationships, and fun, and we've been going kind of deep. So we've you know we've covered off mind, we've covered off the body, uh, sorry, covered off the body, and today we're going to talk about emotions. Specifically, we're going to talk about some ways to manage some you know negative emotions and kind of understand what they are. What are emotions? So, so emotions are these labels we place on the quality of our thoughts and bodily sensations, right? So, you know, emotions are states, right? So, there's a st- stuff that's going on inside our body. You know, they might get, you know, these these the, these emotions might be triggered externally, or or uh, you know, things that are kind of going on in our life, and they're the combination of thinking and feelings, right? So this actual, um, you know, uh, and when I say by feelings, I mean, it's like these sensations that we might get in the body, tingling, a tightness, um, you know, all the, you know, you know, different things that are kind of going on. But this, this, this old idea is really just called an emotional state, 
right? This, 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 it's almost like, it's like a pattern that's accompanied with, uh, with thoughts as well as uh, feelings within the body. So if you think of a time you're, you're happy, right? So go think of a time, call up, recall the time in the past, uh, you know, the last few weeks or the you know, last few years. And I want you to think of a very specific time, right? I want you to go all the way there, right? I want you to see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel when you, when you go into this time that you're unhappy, right? So what's happening when you do this, you're thinking about the, the, the visual, what's kind of, you know, you, when you recall this memory, but there's also a body sensations that are happening, right? The, there might be a lightness kind of happening, um, tingling, it, it, you know, it's, it, there's, this, there's this combination mind-body, right? So let's try that again. I want you to pick a time that you were excited. Right, so you got excited, or you know, surprised something was happening, and it was exciting. Right, so so pick a very specific time—not a general sense of excitement, but a very specific time in your past that you were excited. Go all the way there, see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel, and really kind of notice this this state of excitement. Right, there's these thoughts that are going on, and maybe there's some um, internal dialogue that's happening, uh, and uh, you know, there's a you know some um, some sensations that are happening in your body. Right, so that is an emotion, right? Now, there's a couple really interesting things that just happened there, right? You were able to change your emotion, right? Your state in, what, what was that, a minute, minute and a half, right? So, so we do have control over our emotions, right? So it's, it's, it's not that emotions can control us. Yes, we have some, some things that, you know, that, that can uh, trigger, trigger emotions and get us into emotional states, but you also have the power to shift and uh, um, change your emotional state. And really what we're doing, this is mindfulness. Like mindfulness is the secret to changing your emotional, uh, emotional habits, emotional states, right? We're really trying to, you know, we're trying to widen the gap. We're getting aware of what's kind of going on. And uh, really kind of the secret, and we'll kind of cover this off a couple different times through this episode, is stop resisting the negative emotions. You know, you want to sit with them and because you really want to kind of let them burn out, right? Because usually what, what the challenge with, with negative emotions is we resist them and we distract ourselves. We, we you know, instead of dealing with them, we go, we go on Facebook, right? Or we eat or, um, you know, or we, you know, we, we, you know, we, we do things that are, that, that stop, that stop us from, from, from experiencing them and letting them burn out, right? So to manage our emotions, we need to be mindful of what's happening to our thoughts and aware of our bodily sensations, okay? Now, the challenge in all this is our negativity bias. So our brains <laughs> are wired to look for problems, right? But if we let our negativity, this negativity bias define who we are, it can really limit us. It's, it, we, it's, we get the anxiety, we get the stress, we, you know, it can lead to depression. And when we let that control us, that's where we really get in trouble. So how do you measure emotions, right? So if you kind of, you know, a quick kind of inventory here, you know, you know, uh, are you are you angry? Are you negative? Are you fearful? You know, do you have stress? Do you, do you get in a lot of arguments, right? Are you disagreeing with people a lot? Well, you know, that might be a sign that, you know, people are probably, you might have these hot buttons that, that are being triggered. Uh, do you suffer from anxiety or, or panic attacks? Uh, do you blame others or external things for your mood? You know, when someone cuts you off on the highway, Right. I used to do this all the time. Do you flip them the bird? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that these are emotional triggers uh, that are kind of going on. Right. Just in a sense, you know, on a scale of one to 10, are you happy? Right. 10, are you fantastic? You know, do you really, really feel happy? Or, you know, it's only a one or two or it's kind of in the middle. 
you know, the uh, are you able to maintain a level of calm, confidence when stress in, when in the midst of stressful stressful situations, right? So when things are going wrong within the world, are you losing your head? Are you getting emotionally, you know, caught up into everything that's kind of going on in the chaos, or are you the one that people turn to? That you're able to maintain a level of calm, confidence, uh, you know, keep a level head. A little bit of my, kind of my story, a little bit uh, kind, of, kind of an interesting um, piece. You know, a few years into my career, you know, I happened to take this EQ assessment. Uh, now, EQ is measures is a, is a, is measures the level of emotional intelligence. Okay. Now, you, they say you can't fail these assessments, but <laughs> let me just say my initial EQ score was really, really low. Now, this is kind of a really important point when it comes to emotion. Uh, like if I was to rate myself at a time before I took this test, test I'd probably say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at managing my emotions. But it was really this external uh, assessment that really provided some context and said, wait a sec, Ron, you're, you're not actually that great at it. Um, so because really, because emotions are so well, we get so caught up into them, right? It's our world. Because it's running on automatic, we just really don't kind of see it. And so you kind of need this uh, external view to be able to kind of get this get this perspective. Highly recommend you know taking some sort of EQ assessment. You could you could Google it and you could find something. The important thing, unless IQ, I'm sorry, unlike IQ, EQ you can actually improve, right? So after adopting a several you know several of these mindful habits that I've covered off uh, in these episodes, um, you know I retook the same assessment about a couple years later and saw a dramatic increase in all areas. So EQ can be improved. The biggest mistake that we make is that we try to resist, we try to squash, we try to suppress, we try to control, we can try to avoid, we try to disconnect with our uh, emotions, right? So this it's this avoidance test uh, tendency that gets us in trouble. So there's kind of three ways that you can you know, um, to manage the uh, your, your negative emotions. So the first one is reframe them. So reframing is a technique of you know kind of seeing seeing it from a different view. You know your belief. If you believe stress is bad for you then it's going to be bad for you. But if you believe stress is good for you, it's, uh, you know, this idea of obstacles make me stronger, this sense of, you know, resilience and anti-fragility, you, you're kind of reframing how you view these sensations that are going on in your body. So when you notice high arousal, you know, instead of telling yourself I'm stressed, tell yourself I'm excited. This simple little reframe can um, uh, actually improves test scores. You know, so you know they did this with students going into going into a test. You know when you notice those that tingling, those butterflies that are kind of going on, and if you tell yourself, "Oh God, I'm, I'm," you know you can you kind of have really two thought points at this point. Really, you, you can either say, "Oh, you know what, I'm I'm not ready, I'm not prepared, uh, I'm anxious, I'm stressed," or you say, "You know what, oh, I'm excited about this. This is kind of kind of uh, kind of interesting." You'll actually perform better just with that simple reframe. The second way to do this is to stop resisting the negative emotions, right? I really want to let them burn themselves out, right? So the, I kind of call this kind of riding the wave. And this is where, you know, mindfulness and meditation really come into play. So, you know, to me, emotions can, you know, sometimes feel like this raging coastline, right? You know, the waves are pounding against the beach, you know, we're really caught up into the emotional hijack and, and very easily we can get swept away by the strong undertow. You know, we're, we struggle to catch our breath. We're, we, we're fighting the power of the ocean, right? You know, it can be really, oh God, you know, you, uh, you know, we're really struggling here. But you can notice on the same shoreline, you'll notice surfers with their surfboards intentionally swimming out onto the ocean, right out onto the sea. And instead of drowning, they're riding the waves, right? So, you know, they're using the power of the, the, the ocean, this, the emotions, 
and and they're you know they have you know they're they they're they're riding them and they're they're using them to their advantage right so that's not you know so stop resisting learn to ride the wave uh the third uh, way is to have more positive emotions right the optimal ratio is three to one you know, usually we're, you know, we're, we're probably in the place of one-to-one or, or even like, you know, um, you know, you know, or more negative than positive emotions. Uh, and this is once again, that negativity bias, you really have to kind of work the, this idea of the negativity bias where we're, where we're always looking for the negative. You really have to, you know, intentionally work on focusing on the positive, right? Monitor, monitor your language, right? We use the, <laughs> We use the language like happy, anger, anxious, stress, but these are kind of too generic. You really want to kind of get a more finite language, you know, experience joy, gratitude, you know, interest, hope, pride, uh, amusement, laughter, inspiration, awe, love, like, you know, explore the emotional language that you use and experience more of these positive emotions. Probably for me, probably the big main habit that, that for me that's really kind of helped me manage my emotions is meditation. What finally turned me on to meditation uh, was my experience with panic attacks. Now, so I, uh, I used to get this weird bodily sensation, a tightness in my chest, my heart would skip a beat, and I would just race uncontrollably. And, and it would do this for like, you know, two or three minutes and sometimes five or 10 minutes. And I was just like, dude, we're just like, what the heck's going on? So I went to the doctors, they ran tests, checked out my heart, you know, everything was fine, couldn't figure out what they were. Uh, and I was doing this for like at least once a week. And for 30 years of my life, I struggled with these things. Um, but it wasn't until about six years ago um, that I discovered that this this pounding in my heart, these this skipping this beat, was actually a panic attack. I've been going through all my life with with, the, with this with these sensations going on. Like, what the heck is these things, right? It was actually right around this time, um, six years ago, because uh, I basically I've been meditating every day for the last six years. I, I turned to meditation, and it was only in about two or three weeks my panic attacks have all but disappeared. I don't even remember the last one that I had. So, you know, the secret of to, to managing your negative emotions is really tune into that mind-body connection, right? So we've covered off the mind uh, in the previous area, the body, and but there's just, con- emotions are the connection, it's the crossroads between this two, right? So you know, any sort of breath work, you know, the mindfulness moment that we did in the beginning. Um, I've covered off mind shifts, like this, I, this I, there's actually an exercise, ride the wave, or even dock on the bay, are two mind-shifting exercises that I, we did in previous episodes. You know, really work on widening that gap uh, between your emotional hot buttons and you know the negative and negative emotions. So your homework. You don't do ha- we don't do habits for the sake of habits. We do them to improve your life, right? So step one: What's your objective for your emotional life? Do you want to experience more positive emotions? Do you want to manage your anxiety, depression? Do you have panic attacks that you want to get under control? Um, do you have these you know emotional triggers, anger, or anything? When people do certain things, you you get stressed or angry. Uh, do you want to improve your emotional intelligence? Like that was one of my goals initially. Step two, identify the habits that you're going to move you toward that objective. You know, is it your positivity ratio, you know, uh, three to one, monitor your thoughts, monitor your language, and, uh, you know, intentionally shift to, to, to a more positive ratio. Is it meditation, right? That is my keystone habit and, and I highly recommend. Uh, but even just simple breath work, mindfulness moments. Step three, pick one area. Don't try to do them all. Uh, experiment with one habit and start small, build up over time. 
If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, uh, head over to my, my website, uh, verigan.com, so V-E-R-E-G-G-E-N.com, and submit your question. I'll also put a link in the show notes where you can download uh, the Work-Life Handbook as well as my Habit Tracker. And make sure you subscribe to the Mindful Habits Podcast in your favorite app. Uh, I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your Mindful Habits journey. Until next time.